Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Alright guys, it's been a good long while, but somebody linked it, and uh, you know, every once in a while we do have to give a bit of credence to the linkers. Liberal teens versus conservative parents. Now that's some a spicy a meatballs. Uh, this was released today, actually. Look at that. December 26th, which is today. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's see. Where does it go? Does it go anywhere bad? Anywhere good? Who knows? Will Jubilee ever get back to me after postponing the uh, debate that I was supposed to have a month ago? Who knows? When you're young, you're not thinking, and everybody has made a bad choice. And because you're stressed out, you go change your gender. Because you want to try something new, <laughs> once you do it, you can't go back. The more you throw stuff at kids before they develop, that's indoctrination. Get, stre created middle get stressed out. Change your gender. It's like like it's a it's a little panic response, you know. Like you're 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 like you got a test tomorrow, and you're like, fuck, I'm a girl now. That's in instantly, and you can't. That's it. Ground. The intention was to uncover humanity and empathy shared among strangers with opposing beliefs. Yeah. Whether your political beliefs I love are on the empathy left or the right, people who I disagree all exist with. within our own echo chambers. So for this episode, we partnered with Ground News and created a test that can analyze your news sources okay. and show you that. Cancel culture is a good thing. Who would? Oh, yeah, that's something that kids would agree with. We have I'd the say. freedom to say what you want, but I'd say yeah, I've. Yeah, that's that's something because to the kids, you know, can't to them when they think cancel culture, they just think like, you know, um, being able to get mad at celebrities for being racist. You know, it's they it's it's just, listen, it's something everyone agrees with. It's just optically a bad term. But everyone else has the freedom to respond and cancel you if you say something that is racist, yeah. homophobic, transphobic, etc. Cancel culture is definitely good in the means of like. Um, Deplatforming people who are spreading very hateful messages. It was something about like conservative parents and like left-wing kids. So they just hit me up and they had me go through like this casting process where they like asked me like a bunch of questions about like my belief system. What is your opinion on Trump being canceled on Twitter? When yeah. you wait, he wasn't. He wasn't canceled on Twitter. He had his account deleted. That's not you. Can't, don't use cancellation as a synonym for other words that are more apt. Okay. Go on to Twitter, whatever you check the, I accept the, you know, guidelines, the community guidelines, I agree to follow them, and he didn't follow them, so Twitter has the right to take him off the app. Hey, Avashai. I might make the counter argument that Twitter is biased and will only cancel right-wing politicians. That's not true at all. Twitter and other forms of social media have canceled left-wing activists. There is an equal balance on both sides. Those kids are bopping. They're probably not just like random teens. They probably do like political shit or whatever. But like, okay. I just remember being in high school and like everyone... <laughs> when I was in high school, man, everyone was dumb as shit. We didn't talk about politics back in like 2010, 2011. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember talking about politics. You brought up canceling him off Twitter. I'm sorry, I disagree. When the Holy shit. Okay, sorry. In case you guys couldn't tell, this guy's a conservative parent. In case his skull shape didn't immediately 
provide that information to you, you know, in, in, in case everything about him. Christ, he was like, he's like a casting director running out to find the most conservative parent they could find. The Taliban can use our social media, but an ex-president can't. There is something wrong with that. Did the Taliban violate community guidelines? The white Zoomer is literally a fan of yours? How do you know that? It doesn't matter. I, I mean, I think it matters to Twitter what their community guidelines are. That's why they banned Trump, because Trump violated community guidelines. That's what every platform has, whether it be TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. The Taliban stones people because they're gay. If they've Not done on Twitter. that and they've posted videos of stoning gay people, I agree, they should be removed, and that 100%. is fundamentally wrong. No, it's the, not... the problem is they're smart enough to not do that. Ah, well, that's where Trump failed, huh? Trump shouldn't have posted that video of him stoning a gay kid to death. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, well, then okay. why wasn't Trump? Smart the president wasn't that? smart enough to yeah. not do that, so I guess. If I'm an American and I have to vote between this person and this person, I need equal access to both of them to decide what's right. Bro, you could be a Klansman. You could say you hate black people. That's not my job to police your language. I can't expect everybody. Well, it, it is Twitter's job because they have a TOS. That's, so again, we're not talking about cancel culture. As always, as is always the case, whenever people want to talk about cancel culture or free speech, we're talking about Twitter TOS. I, I have never even read the Twitter TOS, but I've had 20 conversations about it. I can't, I can't stop finding conversations about it. They're everywhere. You know, I, it's like everything, you know, you want to talk about cancel culture? Oh, let's talk about Twitter fucking TOS. You want to talk about like, Trump's presidency and big tech bias? Oh, let's talk about Twitter TOS. Oh, you want to talk about freedom of speech? Oh, let's talk about Twitter TOS. Yeah, everything is fucking Twitter TOS. I don't care. <laughs> Everybody to love me and think the way I think. All y'all think different. I mean, that's totally dope. But the fact that you want somebody removed because they think differently, that, that could be you one day. Do you think freedom of speech is something that still exists in America? We do have aspects of freedom of speech. Like, you can't go into... <laughs> what? What? The First Amendment has fallen. <laughs> a movie theater and yell fire. So obviously there are limits of freedom of speech. But they're picking and choosing who they're silencing and who they're letting talk. Who's... Who's... <laughs> the... the, the <sighs> Who's the Twitter? Who's they? I'm gonna negatively to what you say. It goes both ways. You right. can't just say sure. that. Oh, they can't. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Absolutely. America is becoming less and less safe. Okay, by every objective metric, it is becoming safer with regards to violent crime. That it's inarguable. It is absolutely inarguable that America is safer with regards to that. You could argue that the political climate is less safe, which I would agree with, but I hope that gets distinguished. I know they would, yeah. I'll leave this to you guys. <laughs> so I have a lot of friends that um, have been in the military for the last 20 years because they refused to get vaccinated. They Forcing soldiers to get vaccinated during a plague is making America more safe. That increases the safety. Kicking people out when they compromise readiness by not getting vaccinated, in addition to the 19 other vaccinations our armed forces service members are forced to take, is pro-safety. They told me that they would be dishonorably just discharged or good. kicked out of the military. Good. I just believe we're, we're losing a lot of good servicemen with the current situation that we're in Bad. right now. A lot of police officers are down. Um, crime is up all over. When police are nope. 
when when New York, the police union, had their big strike where tens of thousands of people said they were going to leave, only a handful did. More New York City police officers have died to COVID than refused to get the vaccine themselves and and got fired for it. Barely anyone left. How many cops have died to COVID? America unsafe. I fucking hate conservatives. Every every breath I take that is not dedicated to my seething hatred of American conservatism is a breath wasted. Every second I spend pretending that I think that they're like worthy of the same moral consideration as non-conservatives is uh, a moment uh, expelled dishonestly. I hate them so much. It's literally like somebody fucking knocked their brains open and rewired their switches to like everything bad and hate everything good. Everything that's up is down. Everything that's left is right. Everything that's good is bad. And everything that's true is false. It's like they're, they're so mixed up. They're so incredibly fucking mixed up. Holy shit. Have you guys ever watched, like, Vice documentaries where they talk to, like, Mexican drug cartel dudes or, like, terrorists out in the Middle East or, like, fucking, you know, like, militia groups in, like, North Africa or some shit? And you watch that, and legitimately, sometimes, when I watch these insurgents or these fucked people talk about their worldviews, I legitimately think they're more coherent, coherent than your average American conservatism. That's not a joke. I'm not joking when I say that. I've seen videos of Taliban members explaining what they believe, and even though they are more reprehensible and destructive than the average American conservatism. I actually think they're more coherent in their beliefs than the average conservative is. Not much saving grace, but like Jesus, fuck. It's insane. Like, it's it's like a joke. Five times as many police officers have died from COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic. Nearly four times as many police officers have died from COVID-19 as guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just... <sighs> okay. Aren't there. We're murdering each other at a really high rate. Police are in those neighborhoods because the homicide rate is high. Y'all can run around talking. We did see a significant uptick in the homicide rate for 2020. Probably because of the unprecedented civil unrest and also COVID-19. It's noted as a remarkable increase not for its total value, but rather for its percentage value. The general trend excluding the extraordinary pandemic has been downward since the 1990s. Talk about police all you want, but I challenge any of these liberal kids to spend two weeks in the environment I grew up in, and I promise your perspective will change. Uh, the one advantage we have about being older, uh, we've been through a threat or two. And our enemies, you know, like China, the Communist Party. Every fucking black conservative, by the way. Hey, listen, you may have some good ideas that make sense and have data, but hmm, grow up in my neighborhood where I had a shit upbringing, somehow, even though that's not something you can do. And you'll understand that actually wokeness is bad, Twitter is 1984, and fiscal conservatism is how to save the black community. In China, they're laughing at us. You know, Russia's like, we don't need to do much. They're gonna what? screw it up on their own. You can't be a we conservative and complain about Russia. You guys are in bed. People that haven't been through a threat before uh, to realize a lot of what's going on is not good. What does that have to do with the world being safe? My name is Mike, I'm 59 years old, and I'm a conservative parent. You know, growing up during the 1980s... Holy shit, this guy's you know, my dad. That was a huge influence age. on me. And it formed my views and the people that I was around as the reason why I'm a conservative parent. I think America should be more middle of the road and not be necessarily more liberal. And if I, I like that, though. I do, I do like that like you show the guy and he's like, well, well, how factual are his sources? And it's like, eh, he, uh, he, he, 
he knows some things that are true. If anything, it should be a hint more on the conservative side because we're going to watch our freedoms get extinguished or encroached if we don't guard those freedoms and make sure... I'm speed up very slightly because I'm hungry. ...that all of our children have a chance to succeed. Can they disagree a step forward? I um, actually wished I came up here for the agreeing section because I think I interpreted the definition of safety the same way that you guys did, but after hearing your eyes' conversation, I started thinking about how our American people aren't safe in the face of like imminent like climate disasters that are coming our way and how we don't have the infrastructure to deal with that. I actually very much agree with that because I think we need to define like kind of like what we mean by like we're less safe now. Do we mean like there's more homicides after COVID? Or, Dude, like they're on it, man. They're on it like fucking butter on toast. Jesus. What do we mean? I would... I, 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 something's going to happen with these. At one point, you know, at one point, the, one of the boomers is going to mention China and, and one of them, the, 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 one of them is going to be like fucking, uh, and anyway, China is the vanguard of socialist thought or something like that. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Say before we got rid of half our military, half our police force, you know, slavery was legal. What? Before we got rid of half our military and half our police, where? What? This is what I mean. They are literally not in reality at all. If you push this guy on, I bet he legitimately believes that we fired, like, dishonorably discharged half the military. Um, the Holocaust was legal, so we can look at all of these mass atrocities and say we're doing what's right. What? Everybody who was a part of the Holocaust government, they were doing what Hitler said. They were doing. This is my this is my face too. Yeah, yeah. No kid, me too. Yeah. Say we're doing what's right. Everybody who was a part of the Holocaust government, they were doing what Hitler said. They were doing what was right. So everybody losing their job for not getting vaxxed and all the vax people, you got you got who's who can we control? Everybody who get the shot, that's who gonna do what we say. The enemy. Okay, so he's comparing jobs requiring the vaccine to both slavery and the holocaust okay gotcha these are coming and we don't care about that because we want to care about what color we should wear and pride and critical race theories like no one else cares about that but us in america what? that's our problem so you what? think what like what what the what the fuck is he saying what that talking about sexual orientation and all that kind of stuff takes away from the safety of our country. Who you sleep with has no merit in the real world. What does it matter? Okay, let's just broaden the scope with the coronavirus pandemic. Wait, hold on. I completely agree. So why do we have to keep fighting against, so why do we have to keep fighting against homophobia, transphobia, et cetera, et cetera? Like, yeah, sure, okay. So you don't think it matters? Sure, okay, agreed. Then, then, then full laissez-faire then. Let's go for it. Yeah, if you don't think it matters, then don't stand in our way. The only reason this is ever a talking point is because of reactionaries. Keep, keep that in mind, okay? People talk about, oh, you know, the gay marriage stuff. It's all culture war nonsense. It's only culture war nonsense when conservatives deal with it, okay? Because for a gay person, the right to marry, for a trans person, the right to use the bathrooms they choose to, that's not a culture war narrative. That's their life. That matters to them directly. It's a culture war narrative to conservatives because they're throwing it up as a meaningless distraction from their indefensible economic and political positions. You know, let's not talk about the fact that you will never, ever, ever make life better for the middle class. Uh, let's talk about the incredible existential threat of trans women to women's bathrooms, you know. For them, it's culture war. For us, the gays, it's not. Why did it take weeks for us as a country to mobilize together Planned to fight 
to fight the public health crisis that was already affecting the nation. It was a scam to get Donald Trump out of office. It's all fake. It's my opinion. I agree with you. I don't think that we could create. <laughs> Wait, did it, this is all fake? I, I want to see the black dude's, um, uh, his like, tr the trust of his media sources. Where the Democrats could create some international plan, getting all of these scientific communities outside of just the U.S. and even international governments on their side for something that they're just trying to get Trump out of office. I feel like that's heavily ridiculous. Trump was a was the thorn and nobody saw it coming. Mm -hmm. And they had to find a way to get him out of here. If there's no mail-in voting, 100% Trump is the president, president right now. 100%. Yeah, because overwhelming. What does mail-in voting have to do? So they manufactured the global pandemic to do mail-in voting? So that they could, yeah, again, as another black person, we don't claim him. One of the reasons there are so few black people that vote Republican, and I might be being a bit presumptuous here, but I feel like if that guy went to like, I feel like in most families, that guy would get fucking walloped. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, again, I'm being presumptuous. I feel like if you're white, a lot of family get togethers, you could say shit like this and people would just sort of like pass you the, you know, the, the flan, you know, they'd pass you the turkey suspended in a giant plate of gelatin. But I feel like that guy would just get just just absolutely fucking whooped in, in a ton of yeah in 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 a lot of settings. Mail-in ballots were to Biden. That's obvious. Like, exactly. It's not because mail-in ballots are fraudulent. Because mail-in ballots are actually not fraudulent at all. That this election was the safest election in recorded history. There's a lot of videos, so you see people with fake ballots. So that's here and there. I'm not. That's just hearsay from random people on TikTok. Are we really gonna like take that as like empirical evidence? It's a personal opinion. Good, good form from this kid. Uh, I think you all should should have spat in his face. Uh, slight critique. If you had, I don't know if there was like a hard object nearby. You could have thrown it. Um, Good though. My name is Parker, I'm 19 and I'm a liberal. My sisters and I have uh, become a lot more liberal, a lot more left-leaning over time while my parents have stayed a bit conservative. Before, uh, when I was a conservative, I kind of just went off a lot of the indoctrination and propaganda that was spread to me when I was a kid. I grew up on the fact that, oh, we shouldn't have increased taxes because taxes are just negatively affecting us. Personal responsibility isn't what a lot of the decisions people make in society is based on. It's mainly based upon their environments, how they're socialized by their parents, people around them, things like that. My yeah, news smart. source is more reliable than the other sides. Oh, well, naturally, everyone. When I look at conservative news, I see a lot of conspiracies that I don't necessarily agree with. And so if everything comes... The black guy was literally just like COVID was done to get Trump out of office. They did a global plague so they could implement mail-in voting so they could get him out of office. People developing their own ideas, it just doesn't seem reliable to me. I feel like the only way we can get unbiased news is in order for news media organizations to stop prioritizing having really vivid headlines that might not necessarily be 100% accurate. I think that starts with putting people over profit. They want the, the biggest story or whatever, and they don't want to actually give the news that would be beneficial to our everyday average Americans. Um, and I think that if we put a lot more um, focus on putting people first instead of um, the big news or the big story, we can change that aspect of society. I agree with you 100%. Like, I, I say the civil rights movement is the civil rights entertainment industry because it's so profitable. Put a police shooting on TV, it's breaking news. Every headline is on every social media. You're selling shirts, you're selling signs. That's so much more profitable than showing me and you shaking hands. The news media. Why, why, why would they have a news article on you shaking hands? Why would they do that? What? Media is literally capitalizing off the emotions of society. No matter how you feel about it, 
handle any of your privacy in your house. Why? Because if you can do it on camera, somebody's gonna make a dollar off of it. And that's not fair to you. Young. Wh wh what? 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 Well, here we have the, the boomer, the boomer gimme. People today are too sensitive. Yeah. Me and the, me and the boys coming to beat you to death. So yeah, talk about the kids. That young people are sensitive. I think today they can be more sensitive than what they probably could have been 30 or 40 years ago. You know, the growing up was the Berlin crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis. I mean, we had the threat of annihilation, you know, staring at us several times. And a lot of times I go, you know, thank God John Kennedy handled it. The country has been... Wait, what is that? What? Yeah, first of all, we have climate change. What, what, what does Cold War paranoia have to do? Never mind. Spoiled for so long. They're trying to make it so a man can't be a man. And there if you go. don't let men be men, then things start. Overwhelming urge to be incredibly offensive to the appearance of this man. Just over, just, just, a, just an, this incredible, just this very strong desire. Do it. Okay, fine. He looks like Boss Baby. He looks like Boss Baby. His, his skin is as smooth as the, 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 the cheek of a newborn infant. Uh, his, his eyes are in the wrong place and they're also Disney eyes. He, he, his body looks like it's fighting off a tidal wave of estrogen and losing, okay? But go off. We're crumbling. Society crumbles, families crumble, and broken homes start happening. And kids need their fathers. So 36% of kids don't have a father. So every boy is, well, my mom is mad at me. My dad don't love me. My dad don't care about me. Maybe I should be gay. Maybe I should be trans. I don't know. It doesn't work that way. I do, I do appreciate that, like, you know, trans people are only the vanguard of the broader opposition to, you know, sexual and gender minorities. So this guy being up front and being like, yeah, people are gay because of trauma and repeating like 50-year-old, 100-year-old homophobic tropes. You know, I appreciate the, the, the being up front know who I am and your father puts confidence in you. No disrespect anybody, but the younger generation of men are soft. And if we had to go to war, they're not protecting America. There's no better place to be as a, as a black individual or whatever you are in America. Go to the Middle East right now and say you, you gay or you trans and see how they treat you. I, serious question. Why do they ever bring this argument up when they're the anti-gay, anti-trans people? They're like, yeah, we're, things are good over here. Unlike those homophobic and transphobic Taliban insurgents what? what the fuck are you talking about yeah let's see this guy's stats what if, what if he just beats us the fuck out what if it's just straight reliable across the board johnny i'm 32 years old and i am a conservative parent my grandfather was a no excuse individual he grew up in the jim crow south but he worked hard the, the house Come that he on. bought is still in our family today he had a guard in his backyard. If you step back, they're waiting to drop line, it at the end. You. So to watch the men before. Ah, damn it! No red. That's a lot of mix, though. This is isn't this actually like the same like rate proportion 
of mixed to good. No, no, I was 100% mixed. Okay, so he's marginally better than me trying to get the worst possible answers, you know. This is impressive, though. I, his bias score is insane, you know. I was only 60% left with my bias score, and even me trying to choose the wrong answers gave me 67%. This guy is on, this guy is huffing a lot. Oh, this guy's huffing a lot of conservative news media. For me, who really could have been lynched for stepping out of line, who really could have went through a hardship for not doing what society said, the worst thing that could happen to me is I get a, a mean tweet or a dislike. So I got to fully embrace who I am and I know I can create anything with my two hands. Genuine uh, question not being raised here. Do you think this guy is representative of the black American demographic that vote for Biden? What? How, how could this guy be representative of any demographic that voted for Biden when he is the least Biden voting human in all... No, he might be representative of Republican black people, you know. I, I will admit that, you know, in my time online and in real life, Trump supporting, or I guess just broadly, like very conservative, like politically conservative black people have, have, have t almost to a man been morally reprehensible. Um, I think it's, I think you have to overcome more obstacles to be a black conservative, you know what I mean? Because a lot of white conservatives just grow up in like, you know, mostly white, like rural or suburban areas. They just kind of have it like drip fed. But like to to grow up in the projects and 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 you know move through all that, like experience, you know, what a lot of black Americans experience. And then at the end of that, be a Republican, it's, it, I think it's like much more difficult. You need to be way, way, way more. Yeah, it's, it's basically, it's basically just there's a more strenuous selection process for black conservatives than there are for white conservatives. So the ones that, the ones that emerge out the other side on the black side of things are going to be more refined conservatives, by which I mean worse people, of course. I'm Hannah, I'm 17 and I'm a liberal. I really want equality for all, and the liberal um, policies that have been passed side more with my values of equality for those who are on the LGBTQ, those who are on the gender spectrum. Something about conservative parents that I oh like sh shit dabbing on us. Oh my god, whole fucking brain lord over here. Jesus Christ, fucking who's the guy with the big head? Is it Mordak? Is, what, what's 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 the what's the guy's Mordok? What's his name? Come on, guys. Mo Modok. Yeah, okay. There we go. Fucking brain lord over here. Okay, you've got a political take. You've got let let's say you're pretty confident in your sources, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden, this bitch shows up, <laughs> fucking annihilates you with her galaxy beam. Ain't that a villain? I mean, look at look at it. Yeah. All right, whatever. Is whenever I come across them, they seem to be very rooted in their ways and not willing to listen to someone who's a teenager like me. They think more like, oh, because I'm older, I have more knowledge, which is not necessarily always the case. Can we have the disagreeer step forward? This idea that because men are being raised by women that they're weaker is in my opinion, completely false. Our Bad take to get in on, okay? Um, good point, bad way of entering, okay? Uh, the issue isn't being raised by women, it's that they can transpose being raised by women with being raised by a single parent, 
Okay, so you can open with, I agree we need two parents, uh, two parent households, but I don't think it's the absence of the father. I just think that our economy is unfair and it makes it difficult to raise children off of a single income with a single, you know, uh, 24 hour day. Um, but, but by opening with, you can be raised by women, then it's, then it's like, well, you know, clearly, you know, single mothers aren't doing that great. It's like, well, why are you defending single mothers? You know, that kind of thing. Generation, it's not more sensitive. We're more aware of all these things. Being transgender and gay is not something that is should be ashamed of or make you feel less in today's society. That is why women are fighting for equality because this idea that because they only have a mom, they're weaker, or because you know they're more sensitive. That's, in my opinion, completely false. And I would say, in the environment that I grew up in, the teen pregnancies come from girls without fathers. The homicides come from people without fathers. Every girl that I know, if they grow up with a daddy, they get married before they have a kid. Exactly. This is exactly what I mean right here. So, and this is this is real, by the way. Yes, being raised by a single parent is indicative of higher rates of a bunch of negative stuff. See, so what he's saying right now is because of single parent households, which correlate to a bunch of things: income inequality, you know, uh, poor social and poor academic acclimation, stuff like that. But it's not the lack of a father; it's the lack of two parents. So. Yeah, correlation causation. Why do they not have fathers? If you want me to be real, because a lot of women make bad choices on the men. Dude, it's not. This guy's all like individual responsibility, but when the, when a guy dips on a family, he's like, oh yeah, it's the woman's fault. Dude, what a fucking put Jesus Christ. Yeah, individual response, individual responsibility. Well, why are the fathers go? Well, the woman should have slept with better men. What are you talking about? And they procreate with. If you make a bad choice, that's your responsibility. Every bad thing that I did in my life, it was when my daddy was in jail. Well, one there we go. All right, there we go. Gotcha. Hyperbolic denunciation that he uses to overcompensate for his past. You can read these people like books. No thoughts, no politics, literally just, you know, I did it, I got over it, you know. Uh, and now, now I'm going to, you know, burn the bridge behind me. My dad was out and I had my dad's reassurance. I was a better person. I had one daughter. That's that it? Had to That's move all you needed? Country to get rid of a toxic relationship with somebody that was harming them. Why does the woman have to move across the country because the man is being toxic? Why can't the man be taught, don't be toxic? Oh, I agree. Women nowadays have to deal with those kinds of relationships. It's credit to the boomer there for just agreeing, like, you know, because that's it's an indefensible point if he wasn't going to. The women, the mother knows better, I would say, than the father about that. We're not more sensitive. There's just more opportunities for us to be sensitive. You can say like 15, 20 years ago, there weren't videos of black men being shot by police all over the Internet. Now that that's there, people... I, I hate this guy. I love his body language, though, because you can tell that he does not give a fuck about what this kid is saying. When he starts nodding, he's just trying to hurry him along. It's so evident that he does not care and is not listening. Oh, there weren't videos of black men being shot by police all that. over the internet. Now that that's there, people are more inclined to feel a certain way or take a stance on that topic. Do you think it would be more beneficial to show police also interacting with white guys? Because more white guys get killed than black guys by cops. If you look at the amount of white people and the amount of black people, there are going to be more white people killed because there are more white people in America. The percentage of black people okay. that are being killed is higher than the percentage of white people. Well, just because you're pulled over doesn't mean you have to resist. I mean, they don't just kill. What? Non sequitur. Good answer from her, though.
kill you when they pull you over. It's all about based on how you perform as an individual. I've been pulled over and never had a bad interaction in my life. When I was rude, I got snatched out the car. Everything is a personal choice and you can't take account of Wait, what? You've never had a bad interaction in your life, but you were rude and they ripped you out of the car? I believe for your life and you will forever be a slave. That's not true. There are definitely issues on the side of policing. Black communities, majority black communities, majority POC communities are over-policed. There's larger patrols in black communities. There are police work longer hours in uh, majority black communities. So there's an issue from the policing side. Of now, oh, wait, let, get, keep his response in here because you know he's going to say some shit like, well, maybe black people shouldn't be such thugs. You know he's going to say some shit like that. Politics has damaged my relationship with a loved one. Oh. This the I'm sure okay. you can relate to this as well, but in the Asian community, there's a lot of anti-blackness. So with the advent of the Black Lives Matter movement this past year, having conversations with my parents were, was really difficult, especially around the nuances of racial justice and sort of like what the movement was fighting for and how to articulate that in like the very closed mindset that my parents had. A lot of my family voted for Trump in the past election and I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't like to say this, but it made me view their morals a little bit differently and their kids. willing to adapt and change was so different and I was just like shocked because I wanted to understand their side and really talk about it and I was met with, you're wrong and we don't want to talk about it and that kind of really damaged just kind of the way I looked at them. Yeah, I definitely agree and I also think that it just made me less willing to expend the energy to have political or like just like any like hard conversations with with my parents or anyone else in my family it's important to remember and I'll, I'll paint a broad brush here because i'm right and i'm always right and it's important to remember conservative parents overwhelmingly will not have conversations with you about politics they will tell you their political views and then expect you to adopt them now, that's pretty common with parents across the board, but I think it's borderline ubiquitous with conservative parents. They do not want to talk with you about it because they don't consider you a rational agent capable of or worthy of meaningfully challenging their perspective. They have a, a mandate, you know, uh, and, and, and that's that, really. So I think, um, you know, in, in that respect, it's, it can be really difficult to, uh, to, to, to navigate around that. You know, I'm lucky I've had pretty left-leaning parents and my conservative extended family doesn't know what my job is. Um, so that, that makes things a bit easier, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an issue. My name is Brithwick, I'm 18 years old, and I'm a liberal. I grew up in a low-income immigrant household, and I think the systems that are in place right now aren't sufficient enough to support people, Americans like myself or my family. Because my parents were immigrants, uh, I think oh 75% left this this guy's fucking rolling it they were liberal on issues like immigration and things that directly affected them I'd like to ask to the conservative parents why they don't necessarily listen or adopt their own beliefs whether political or social based on the conversations they have with their children and why they're so set in their ways oh because to conservatives politics is like religion it's something that you pass down from generation to generation. It's not an ongoing conversation. It's just something that you have to accept like dogma. Um, but mixed factuality. I don't know how much stake I put in the system they have for assessing the factualness of news sources because I feel like accepting the Daily Wire and Breitbart as things you frequently consume should immediately 
put you in the low category, void your score, uh, and, and, and hack your computer. Uh, I think immediately viruses should just be expelled to, to shut down your computer, you know. It, it should go to zero, and it should automatically send emails to your loved ones, uh, uh, you know, with, with incriminating deepfakes of you, uh, you know, robbing a bank. Um, and, 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 you know, listing it alongside sort of a grievous list of imaginary crimes. You know, I read a lot of the tragic stories where family members don't talk to each other anymore. Personally, I think that's sad. Do all my family members vote the same? No. Do we have a pretty good idea of how family members may have voted? Yeah. But we actually, we want more of agree to disagree. I'm not gonna not buy you a present for Christmas because, you know, you decided to vote for somebody that I don't like. Give me a break. Families are special. And we've got too many people, as you've talked about, that don't have them. When I took this prompt, I kind of took it more of like- Nah, fuck them. Families are what you make them. Um, if you're like trans and your family thinks you're faking it or whatever, uh, nah, you, they can eat shit, you know. For, for a lot of trans people I know, or just, I guess, queer people in general, you know, it's like tolerating your family is just a matter of biding time until you can, you know, escape and go build a family of your own. Your found family, chosen family, whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, fuck that. No, I don't care. If you get treated by shit, whether it's by a friend, a family member, or by the bitch at the DMV, you have a right to physically assault them in all instances. Don't, don't do that. Um, DMV workers get a lot of shit, as it is already. Don't hurt, don't hurt other people, either. Like, my view of the person changed mm -hmm. differently, differently because, not because of the way they voted, but because some of their values to me were, like you said, moral values, mm -hmm. and that shows kind of part of their character. Would you say that morality is subjective to the each individual person, though? Or would you say morals are the same across the board? The basic is human equality for all, and so if you don't believe that somebody should have an equality, based on their gender, their sexual orientation, or their race, or anything like that, that's a moral, that's a moral problem in my eyes. That's a huge thing with the trans and the gay and the LGBTQ and all that whole thing. So I grew up LDS, being Utah, Utah County, it's like 95%. Ah, uh, yep, there we go. God, he looks like a Mormon though, doesn't he? He does. He does look like a Mormon. Fuck, I could have called that. Fuck, he, he told. I can't believe I didn't mention that before. He, he looks exactly like a Mormon. I can't believe I fuck, didn't fucking mention that. Mormon at eight years old is when you get baptized and so if you're raised around where 95% of people think the exact same way I feel like that's too young of an age where you're a child and you don't really know what you're doing and so where I have a problem with um, you know the trans or these different things is they're getting kids at like 10 12 years old wait he's using his experience with growing up in an overwhelmingly Mormon community to say that it's bad to surround people with political influences when they have no say in it themselves. But he's not applying that standard to that, and instead talking about trans people. Old, and they're pushing them down that path. They're getting kids at like 10, 12 years old, and they're pushing them down that path. This is, by the way, still completely fucking made up. Just to be clear, conservatives will not shut the fuck up about it, and it is completely fucking made up. The idea that there is an epidemic of woke parents forcing their children to be trans is legit. Like, you might as well be talking about the fucking Babadook, or about, like, the, 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 the stairway game, 
or about the chubacabra like literally like you're you just completely fuck there i i couldn't name like anything that it happens in the real world no matter how infrequently and it would be more of a systemic problem than uh than this issue maybe it's happened once i don't know possibly there are a lot of people on earth but we're talking like like getting hit by lightning is orders of magnitude. I mean, exponentially more of a problem than this. Shark attacks are exponentially more of a problem than this. Every, this is, it's nothing. This is absolutely nothing, okay? This is, like, imagine this this Mormon fuck, okay? This pasty fucking corn blue collar shit fuck, okay? Leaning forward, all right? With the, the, sh the light shadowing his eyes, you know? And he's like, listen. We have to do something about the Slender Man. Liberals don't want to talk about it, but more and more children are finding series of notes pinned to trees and old, dilapidated community buildings in the forest before being forced to make a dated reference. <laughs> Who's there? Who's there? Mm -hmm. Who's pushing? Who's indoctrinating these kids into becoming LGBTQ, and, uh, et cetera? There's a lot of groups out there. Like? I just heard that there's groups out there. I, I don't know. You don't think there's groups out there that do that? Thank you. Dilapidated. Why are people in chat of a building or object in a state of disrepair or ruin as the result of age or neglect? I said dilapidated? Yeah, it was to keep you on your toes, you bitch. Who's indoctrinating these kids into becoming LGBTQ, uh, etc.? There's a lot of groups out there. Like, really? I just heard that there's groups out there. I, I don't know. You don't think there's groups out there that do that? No. I'm Samir Straitman. He's killing it. This kid is killing it. Jesus fuck. Holy shit. Who's do who's doing this? I don't group groups are doing this. Which groups? I don't know. You you don't think there are groups? No. End of conversation. Fuck! God! Wish I could do my Jubilee thing. God damn it. Man, so I think it's weird for you to comment on the queer experience and what that's like for someone growing he up. He's a great TikTok. What is the TikTok? What what is what is his TikTok? What is his TikTok? Parker's latest TikTok. Oh, wait, this is the TikTok? This is weird. Parker's... Wait, I know this person. Oh, yeah, I recognize that hair. This is the kid. Hassan reacted to my appearance in Jubilee. Oh, now we're giving him content for his... Or do you think do you think he wouldn't post me reacting to it because I'm more of an optics landmine? Good job, kid. Good job. Bet you were nervous as shit coming to the, uh, the studio. Good job. You should be proud. Struggling with those experiences, the way you're describing it as indoctrination, people who are, are um, figuring out their sexualities and their queer identities aren't necessarily going to ascribe to the first labels that are put before them. If I'm not mistaken, the brain isn't fully developed until you're 25 years old, correct? Yeah, correct. So I know how I used to think at 16. Oh, no. Man, I know how I used to think at 21. Oh, no. Man, I'm not a, against kids doing whatever they want. It's just the, the older you get, you change. I got my first tattoo at 15. I'm covered now. If I was a little older, I probably would have waited. When you're young, you're not thinking. Did you know you were a guy at 16? <laughs> What's, what? Do you, were you confident? Is it people, people say this about gay shit too. I knew that I liked big titty bitches when I was like seven years old, okay? I vividly remember being like seven or something and going to, uh, going to the theater and seeing some trailer before a movie. I have no idea what movie. That's lost to time. But I distinctly remember a... Un unduly prominent amount of cleavage, uh, and one of the one of the, the 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 ladies in one of the advertisements beforehand, and I was sitting there thinking, "Those some squishy ass boobs. I want to squish them." You know? Yeah, the deep lore. 
Okay. Now this, now I, I was very confident of this. Okay. It took me till I was like 15 to figure out that I like dick. So I took a bit of time on that, but I bet you, you know, if it weren't for, you know, compulsive heteronormality, I probably would have figured that one out pretty early too. Then again, genitalia and titties are different. I feel like titties are just kind of naturally wonderful, but genitalia are kind of imposing and scary when you're really young, you know, like, like it, like it's a whole other ballpark, you know. It's 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 a it's a whole different thing. Also, genitalia are just made different from the rest of our bodies. The rest of the human body, relatively speaking, is is kind of sleek, a little bit. You know what I mean? And then we just we have dicks and pussies, and it's just like a whole, just a totally other type of thing. You know what I mean? But everyone likes titties. Yeah, big fat titties. And everybody has made a bad choice. And because you stressed out, you go change your gender. Because you want to try something new. Once you do it, you can't go back. The more you throw stuff at kids before they develop, that's indoctrination. Because you're trying to get them while they're not fully cognitive to know what's going on. So you've never shared your political values with your kids? So what, you wait till you're 25 to have any opinion with your kids? Shut the fuck up. This is, this is a standard they only apply to LGBT stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it's indoctrination to share this with your kids before their brains are fully developed. And then, like, this kid's, this guy's kid is, like, fucking four years old, you know, wearing, like, a MAGA hat. Yeah, fuck you. The fuck older him. you get, the more conservative you become. Conservative? Of course they say that, yeah. When I got older and I had kids and I had a family, I actually started reading policies. Everything about me changed when I became a father, because I had a reason to. And I'm sure you would agree with that. Yeah. As I've gotten older and the environment we're in right now, I feel like they're trying to cancel the Constitution. They're trying to... We still talking about Twitter, TOS? They cancel Christianity. I mean, most teenagers are liberal. I was, I was liberal. Wait! You're a Mormon! You're not even part of the hegemonic Christian... Wait, no, 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 no. You're a Mormon. You, you can't, you can't bitch about people canceling Christianity. You, your, your founding father dug up Jesus plates in America. Don't they believe that? Don't they? They, they literally believe that Jesus was in North America. Mormons believe that, don't they? They literally believe that. You're insane. You're, you're completely insane. You're, you're, you're insane. You can't say that. You, you can't say that. When I was teen, it's fun. Culture is liberal. So mm -hmm. and when you're younger, you're going to be a part of culture. Right. When you're older, you're trying to raise your family. You don't have a time to care about what LeBron James said or what? who did that. Just when you mature, you value what's around you. What? What, what does that even have to do with My conservatism Sean, with your older? I'm 36 years old, and I'm a conservative parent. My dad's kind of my idol. I've seen him. Oh, we, oh, we know. We can tell from your physiognomy. I'm overusing that term. I should really stop. Basically build a very successful life and seeing how simple he's lived his life through prayer and through just basic conservative principles. Being raised up LDS or Mormon, I saw a lot of... Basic conservative principles. Yep. Love me prayer. Love raping me wife. Love beating me kids. Eight queers. Eight trances. Love American Jesus. Simple as. I don't know why this one's British. I don't think being a British Mormon would make much sense, but. Just judgment, and so I don't necessarily believe that, you know, you have- Holy shit! God, th th this guy never even looks left. 
This guy, this guy never even uses his left hand to drive. Holy shit! This guy never takes left turns on roads. He just three does a triple right to to do the same. Jesus fuck! It's the most conservative human. Simple as. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be in a religion, but I do believe in in prayer. I've been all across the board as far as the way my life has gone, and at my happiest times, I've lived by conservative values. Building off of what you're saying about like teenagers, we're a different generation, and so we view the world differently, and I think that's probably why you've seen more teenagers be liberal, because we just view the world that way, but I don't think it has anything to do with No, my generation, I was liberal too when I was a teenager, and all my friends were too, and when you're a teenager, life is fun. It's just totally, you kick it. Are you ever get the feeling from people who say, yeah, I used to be a liberal, that they're completely fucking lying? You know, because I've talked to people who used to be liberal or used to be leftist or used to be SJWs. And I don't think I've met a single person yet who actually was, you know, like I'd talk with them on their old values and they would like they couldn't give me their old values. You know, I can tell you what my old when I was like 15 years old libertarian mindset was. I can recite it to you. I can completely explain it to you and then why it's wrong. But they can never. They're like, oh, yeah, I was a liberal. I thought like. I thought women, they basically, they just didn't, they didn't care about, like, they didn't think about it. That was their main thing, you know? You party, you, I, so that's what I'm saying, I get the teenage, as you grow, you, you either can run away from responsibility or embrace responsibility. When there's real things going It's the woman's fault when the man leaves the child, Andy, res personal responsibility, Andy. Going on, you start looking at life a little different. Versus when I was young, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about corporate gains tax, and I didn't know about my stock account, and I didn't know that I can, all these things that I didn't know when I was a kid. So when people are generally talking about taxing the rich more, they're talking about the top 400 billionaires that are literally paying a lower effective tax rate in taxes than the middle class. The top 400 billionaires paying an effective tax rate of 8%, that's obviously not a fair share. And I think obviously everyone can agree here that they should be paying at least a fair share, right? Spend you increase taxes on someone's assets, though. That's, oh, most of those billionaires aren't. Unrealized capital gains is how they're specifically trying to do it now, but. Fucking spit! He had the. Holy shit, he had the answer. He was cuz the the guy was ready like, well they it's not the 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 wealth isn't held in 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 their in their, you know, wages. It's it's in their Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Cap uh, the unspent capital gains tax should be 110%. At the end of the fiscal year, okay? Every single dollar that you have in the stock market, okay? You the, the government takes that and an extra dime each, okay? And then they come to your house and they break your kneecaps. I don't have any stock. I'm fine with this. But it would be through long-term capital gains because a lot of the people who are paying those taxes, they're paying capital gains tax rate. There's also tax loopholes that have been lobbied into Congress by big corporations and big businesses lobbying politicians to get whatever they want. So if you get older and you work yourself off, you become a multimillionaire, you deserve to pay more because other people didn't work as hard yes. as you? But it's not because other people didn't work as hard as me. It's because we, as a society... Do you hear me? He said yes. He said yes before this dipshit even finished his sentence because he's fucking Joseph Joestar, okay? He's Joseph Joestar. And in his head, he was playing the theme, and then I know what you're going to say next, you know? And then he finished that, and then responded before this guy had even finished. There's actually a simulation of this guy's brain running in the TikTok teen's brain, okay? And it runs faster than this guy's brain does in real time. Other people didn't work as hard yes. as you? But it's not because other people didn't work as hard as me. It's because we, as a society, want to give everyone access to things like basic necessities, like healthcare, education, have everyone have, have an equal opportunity. We don't have that right now. You can have equal opportunity of a baseline, but the outcome would still be different because every individual is going to work different levels, well, right? Yeah. Right, so I think that's where we are in society. I was able to pull it off. 
I graduated high school with a 1.9 GPA. I don't have a college degree. I think that was my high school GPA. So the only limits are the limits you place on yourself. That's just my perspective. He, he just, he got demolished. It's, it's over for that guy. It's over for that guy right now. He had nothing. He had nothing to say at all. America is the best country in the world. Oh, say. I think despite all of our challenges and problems, when you look at all the other countries of the world, everybody is still trying to come here. The way I can talk out loud, the way I can feel myself, the way I can express myself fully as an individual, it ain't many places black men can go do that outside of America. I don't, I don't know what they mean by that. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you could go to like France and do that, or Canada, or yeah, like, I, I, like what distinguishes, what distinguishes America from like basic other liberal democracies, you know? Three years ago, when I got into the court systems and the different rights taken away from me and government what? control and government power. And so oh no. Oh fucking no. Is this guy a sovereign citizen? Hold on, there's a huge overlap between, I think, Mormons and sovereign citizens. Is, is he? Or, or is, he a, is he a divorce guy? Is he a divorce guy? He might be a divorce guy. Ah, uh, he might be a divorce guy. So when you have that stuff stripped away from you and you realize most other countries don't have the freedom that America has. America has been the greatest country ever and I, and I think it will continue because of a lot of good people that stand up for the right things. I think I would like to ask the question, what is America the best at? I think we just was talking about the freedoms that we have here versus what they don't have in other countries. So what about places in Scandinavia that actually have higher amounts of freedom? Ooh. They have better democracies than we do here, higher quality of life, higher median income. They have healthcare systems that are more efficient, that take care of everyone in their population, more access to education. But when How the fuck does... This isn't fair. It's this is this isn't fair, dude. You can't... This is this is like this is like watching. This is like putting fucking Mike Tyson in the ring with like a baby and a chick in a wheelchair. Like this, like, I can't, God, it's like bullying, Jesus. You look at the big picture, everybody wants to come here. Millions of people are not trying to get into Scandinavia. Why? Because we have more opportunity than any other place in the world. We don't even make the top 25 in women equality. But we have a better opportunity to do something about it. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> yeah, we're more sexist, but we have a better system for fix, what? what? What does that mean? In, in terms of the, the quality and the health of the democracy, and in regards to income mobility, that is to say how much uh, you have the opportunity to raise or lower your social status based on your merit, based on your behavior, uh, the Scandinavian countries are superior to us. I do appreciate that he didn't deny the sexism thing. I actually think that's quite funny, you know? Like, like he tried to turn it into a positive, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're like incredibly sexist. And he's like, well, you know, that's, that's the great thing about America's can-do spirit, young miss. There's something we can do about it. Compared to other countries. And, and I would love it for Europe to open their borders the way we have and see if you can get people from other parts of the world to do mass migration to Europe. Did he? Is he aware of the whole thing that happened? Is he? Did he? Did he? Did he miss the? He doesn't know. He. I don't think he just. He doesn't know. He just. He doesn't know. <laughs> oh no! 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 <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs>
As of 2019, about 13.7 million people living in Germany, or about 17% of the population, are first-generation immigrants. 17% of the population was born outside of Germany. As opposed to America. Let me see if I can find a comparable statistic here. In, in 2009, 33 million people in the U.S. were second-generation immigrants. Um, representing 11% of the national population. But what about first-generation? Oh, Pew Research. Thank you. Thank you. First generation proportion. 13.5. Wow. In 1970, it was only 4.7. The nothing here reaches the 17% of Germany. Yeah. So by, by, if you compare America at any point in the past century to Germany today, at no point have they taken in more immigrants than Germany has relative to their population, of course. Oh, man. Pigeon's bopping back there. The one kid is literally sub to you. Skip to 40, 35, and is only Twitch VOD. You're on a sub list. Really? But everyone go to, um, go to my stream right now. Oh, preparing for Jubilee Middle Ground tomorrow. Oh my god. I feel like I, I need to watch something that has, like, a similar platform. So it has to be, like, a... Oh, yep, there I am. Subscriptions. Hey! Uh, I, I, I keep saying kid. I'm not trying to be patronizing. Parker's Edgewick. I just don't have a good memory for names. Uh, email me. Do you know how to do email? You know how to do email, right? You should email me. Uh, uh, I'd love to have you on. I was going to mention Scandinavian countries as well, but I think it's also important to address that. Scandinavian countries are very, like, homogenous, like, racially, socioeconomically, they don't face the same geographic diversity that we have. What you were mentioning with the fact that we have the opportunity to write with like women inequality, like why is that not happening? It's because the way our democracy is set up, our Congress is literally in a gridlock right now, as it has been for so many past sessions of Congress. We aren't getting anything productive done. The take here is sussy aligned, but I don't think it was intended with, with, with any like negative. The opportunity we have here is incredible, and I'm very happy that I live here and not somewhere else. But we are so focused on, oh, America is the best, that we don't look at these other countries and say, why are all those people so happy, and what is that, and how can we incorporate that into our society? I mean, I'll say, like, I, I think that... Yeah, the best line here, and this is the line that I think that works best, is, you know, you, you can believe America is the best. I disagree, but whatever, okay? But don't let believing that get in the way of making America better. Because continuing to make America better is the only way anyone could believe it's currently the best. There are a lot of people out there who will, like, he like you know, die in this hill. You know, America's the best country ever. Well, if you believed that, you'd want to keep improving it, right? Because other countries are trying to improve their shit, you know? It's not, like, you should always be striving for something better. Diversity is good. I think diversity of thought, diversity of pain, it's, it's super helpful. Um, we, it's really easy to get clogged up into this groupthink. So I don't expect anyone else to agree with me or feel the way I feel. I just expect you to respect my right to feel this way. I respect your right to feel this way. And we keep it moving. 100% agree. I couldn't agree more, actually. Awesome. That's a wrap. You know, I was expecting that that would make me more angry. But honestly, the kids held frame so fucking hard. I can't even be angry. How am I supposed to be angry, you know? So I was thinking, like, you know... It'd be, it'd be like, you know, it's, it's watching like Jubilee video, you know, like three millennial gays 
fighting against three extremely homophobic veterans, you know, and I'm thinking like fighting. And then, and then I see the thumbnail and they have like baseball bats. I'm thinking, oh my God, they're going to beat the shit out of those queers. And then I watch the video and all the queers are like seven foot tall JoJo's like, you know, uh, uh, extras. It's a very stupid analogy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I can't, I can't be angry, you know, given the, um, uh, given the outcomes. Uh, that was, that was phenomenal. I honestly, seriously, the zoomers held frame like crazy. Uh, I know that the editing gave the most time to, to the, 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 the blue shirted fella. Um, but I think they all did great job. Yeah, I think they killed it. Yeah. Good job. Seriously. Yeah, stuff like that does give me hope. I haven't been doing it as much lately, mostly because my radioactive optic situation means that it's difficult for smaller creators to talk with me without poisoning the well for their own future careers. But I do try to pay some attention to like smaller creators getting into the game, and I have uh, you know I have a lot, a lot of respect um, for for people getting started. The world is getting a lot more political. I don't mean the world itself, but like people's perceptions of it. When I was in high school, I swear to God, people really did not talk about politics that much, you know? But the modern high school kids, I think they are, uh, Christ, they're having debates in their fucking hallways before class these days, you know? There's uh, nothing, I think it would be very aspirational. Uh, and this is the reason why I've never, ever minded having a young audience. But the idea of young people, you know, feeling frustrated at uh, the, the, the world around them and the bad arguments they hear and then watching a few of my videos and, and having the rhetorical tools to deal with that and, and frame things a bit better, I think that's quite nice. How about you introduce yourself to the fine people who are watching? Hey, what's up everyone? I'm Parker. I'm 19 years old and I go by the pronouns he, him. Uh, I consider myself a democratic socialist, um, but over time, I, I mean, I had like libertarian socialist beliefs, uh, but over time I, I became a democratic socialist. So I still have like some of the same beliefs, um, but I'm, I guarantee we're going to be agreeing on like 99% of things. Yeah, I, I forgive you for your transgression. And yes, I, I imagine that we would. Um, did it hurt a little bit to to have to call yourself a liberal to fit in, in yes, the jubilee? No, it yeah. was so bad. It was so bad. I had so many people who, like swipe up like, oh, it's confirmed you're a liberal. I knew it this entire time. Uh, but like, no, everyone was like just jokes. Uh, it's completely fine. I think it's funny. I clipped it because you can literally see me like laughing while I called myself a liberal. But yeah, it's um, you know, it the 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 American liberal. I mean, if you're talking to conservatives, at least you know. Anything beyond liberal, I think it's all the same to them. Like liberal communist, it all kind of fits in the same umbrella term. So if you call yourself a liberal to them, you they you might as well be saying you're a socialist. Might as well actually, but uh, they they actually did cut out. Like I literally defined socialism and talked about workplace democracy, but they cut that out of the Jubilee video. Yeah, I uh, I imagine they would. Okay, so um, we we watched the video. Just some random chatter linked it at the start of the stream. And of course, that mm -hmm. ended up being you know really good. Um, and I honestly, I mean, I think the, the, the youth team, uh, killed it there. Uh, like, pr like pretty much just a hundred and no, I mean, I don't even, yeah, I don't even really think that was a contest. The editing favored you. Were you the loudest in reality or did the editors just sort of cut around your contributions mostly? 
Um, a bunch of stuff that I added, they did cut out because they wanted to like sort of like, I'm pretty sure even it out. Um, there was like a big distribution of like who was talking. They had to like ask people to like talk and stuff that just, you know, like the bureaucratic process of like Jubilee and stuff to like get everyone to talk. So it like looks like a like a equal conversation. So they definitely cut me out like a few few times, probably more than they cut out a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think I was definitely one of the one that was talking the most uh, out of everyone there. It was kind of just like. Like in real life, it was like me, uh, like me and the teens debating. Um, uh, what's it called? What's his name? Johnny. Yeah, um, that was real. Like the entire time, was it, it was just like that. Is that the Mormon guy or the black conservative? Uh, the black conservative. Yeah, yeah. he was the, the loudest of the three. Yeah. Okay, I figured. Yeah, that. for sure. Um, yeah. So I, I did kind of get that feeling. You know, I've noticed often especially when debating in person. I mean, obviously, if you're debating online, you know, people are there to fight. But um, if you're doing it in person, I feel like oftentimes a lot of conservatives, especially older ones, will clam up if they're really challenged. You know, like if, if they feel like that there's any unsteady ground, they just kind of get like quiet, you know, and just sort of imply that it's bad decorum to continue talking about this. Did you, is that, do you, did you feel that way as well? Like, did you have to push through that a little bit to, to get at the points? Um, yes, I feel like I definitely did. Cause I would like, I would challenge people on like their belief systems and like have them kind of explain it. But like people like will kind of, it's not like they're answering it like politicians cause they're not like doing it deliberately, deliberately, but like they're, they'd go around the questions and not like necessarily like answer it, which kind of makes it so that like they won't like put it in. Cause like I, I question them. On like a bunch of different things in like relation to like America is the best country in the world. They cut out a bunch of that mm -hmm. um, just because like they didn't really like answer like directly on like script. So they had to like ask everyone to like say on script like a few times or whatnot. Yeah, I noticed that happened a few times. Especially with I, I think the editors had nothing to work with when the conservatives came over and asked like, "Is the yeah. world getting more dangerous?" And they just sat there and so one of them said something about China and the other said something about like twitter tos or something like just completely unrelated but i guess I, that's what the editors were left with yeah no it was it was bad no in person it, it was a lot funnier because i'm sitting there like like I, i'm i don't know how people are gonna like interpret it from like outside but i'm like it seems so crazy when i'm sitting there listening it and to like see everyone else like also agree with that and like see uh like where i was coming from like when i was there mm -hmm. uh it's like actually like kind of like brings me back to reality because like some of the shit is just like crazy they cut out a bunch of like crazy stuff they said as well well what was the within what you think you can say you know what was there any like crazy shit they said that didn't make the cut that you remember um uh right before he said it was a scam he said that um covid was created by democrats like ah. by the party so like when i was addressing i was like how would like they create like this conspiracy that's like covering like the entire globe and all these scientific communities and institutions so like they cut out a few like points like that of course they would cut that out that's the the sad thing is that's like the best thing to throw out there i think look i i don't think jubilee is that bad of a rag you know i think i don't think they're too partial with their editing but like yeah the the problem you're going to run into with these you know uh debate the greats segments is that conservatives are fucking insane so in, invariably you're going to keep running well like well how do we make them seem less unreasonable than they invariably are you know that is true and, and like i see in the comments all the time people are like oh they have such a liberal bias from the way they actually like like edited it they kind of like tried to make like the conservatives seem better than they actually like did in real life. I'm going to be real, like from my own perspective, that's my own personal opinion. But like from what I interpreted, that's definitely what it sounds like. Well, you know, reality does have a liberal bias after all. So 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Even though I grew up indoctrinated, um, fighting uphill. Um, I I did. Oh, I hear an echo. Actually, is there? Oh, am did? I playing on speaker? Um, no, that just might be my uh, loud ass speakers. Hold up, on Impressive. my headphones. Strong um, hardware. Is it? Is it good now? Uh, yeah, I think it's good now. Thank you. All right, perfect. Um, I, I, I thank you. Uh, no worries. Um, yeah. So with with the Jubilee stuff, you know, how did they approach you? Because I, I was approached for a Jubilee thing recently that actually fell through because it was supposed to be against QAnoners, and none and of them get vaccinated. Were yeah. vaccinated, right? Yeah, exactly. So they actually only told me this after I'd already booked the flight for Los Angeles. So oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, so I just had to go down like spend time with my family which i mean i love them but right i you know went there to debate um so yeah. i'm just waiting on any update on that i guess but like how they approach you what was the what was the impetus you know what was the whole process uh to to, to actually going there and getting it filmed yeah so i was like thinking about documenting this but um uh i just literally got a dm on instagram one day from one of their like casting people that's they said they saw like my tiktok and it kind of fitted like uh, or fit like their thought of like this new idea or new video and like how it's going to look like because my video or said like uh, I have like a conservative parent and then like uh, they, they popped out like a leftist kid or whatnot it was here I have to go back to my video but it was something about like conservative parents and like left-wing kids so they just hit me up and they had me go through like this casting process where they mm -hmm. like asked me like a bunch of questions about like my belief system um, like um, things I would ask to conservatives stuff like that to kind of like gauge like whether they want me in it or not and they messaged me back like a few weeks later and were like we definitely want you in it um, it was great to hear that um, just come through uh, we get, we want to make sure you're vaccinated you have like the uh, we'll test you when you get there just like things like that and then I like uh, went there like I waited in my car for like a bit I like went on live and like debated people before but um, uh -huh. yeah um, literally just did the testing we went on um like they just like told us like how it was gonna go anything that would like uh, we needed to know before um and then like they asked us like the prompts and they had us like go out there and like uh really like with no practice we kind of just like went off like the like just like the beginning they just like showed us like a prompt and like had us like go out there it's exactly like how it seems like on the on the camera they just they just like, throw the you out into the into yeah. the factory you know they just basically you, they basically. do the whole yeah they they steam clean you give you the fresh set of clothes and they just kick you in there and slam the door shut before or uh, right afterwards um basically i had like no clue how it was going like i had no clue like what type of questions i was going to be asked or like um, the thunder. people i was going to be talking to or anything like that but I, I took a guess of like how the conservative uh, parents would be like and like what types of like arguments they would make I'm pretty used to like old conservatives arguments. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not the most imaginative bunch too. They do make it a little easy to to Joseph Joestar them. Um I I I got to wonder is this was this your first like in person thing, you know, like a real Oh, did that did, yeah, has having that done it first. quell your nerves a bit? Um now definitely like I have a lot less nerves than I did before, but I was super nervous in the beginning and I think people could probably tell in the video. That like i was like super nervous but um it, like over time like like later in the video like you could see i got like a lot more um comfortable uh same thing goes with like this and like going on live like general like when there's like a bunch of people watching i get nervous like regardless yeah um, i get that but it's like something i've gotten used to over time i've never had much of an issue with public speaking but even with that you know the anticipation of something scheduled for me it's always scheduling you know 
Um, yes, that's very true. A like, large, if it's just out of nowhere, it's so easy. But like, yeah, you just you, you're there, you know. But it's the time that it takes to um, build up the thought of what you're about to do in your head that always makes it worse. Um, I so I have a really really bad memory, but I don't think this is actually the first time that I've seen you. I'm pretty sure that I've been linked to your TikToks before. Um, you know, in in a positive light, you know, not to tear into them. Oh yeah, um, no, you're completely fine. I, I would honestly like I like the fact that people like critique my stuff like i don't want to be like uh like i don't want to be like living not like fantasy land but like i, I want to be able to like see my stuff for like what it is and not like uh like what people like want to show me like the good side of it if that makes sense like because like we we agree on like a bunch of things so like you just want to be like uh good faith or whatnot I, I like to hear the critiques and like the arguments of like what i could be doing better and like what i could pr be progressing on as like a not like just like debater but just like in my like belief systems yeah, I agree completely. It's <clears throat> really, really important to do that. And you can, you can, you can sort of follow people online when they stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like eventually, people hit a lock. Eventually, I think it gets harder to self-check with time because the more of an audience you accrue, the more difficult it can become. I think to distinguish between advice which is in good and bad faith. But at least, agree. at least for now, I mean, I, you know, I think uh, you've 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 steered well. So. Um, you were certainly banging it uh, out there on the debate stage. I don't. I don't think you got caught for a second. Honestly, it was. It was like point by point by point. Oh uh, yeah, no. I, I just think it's because I'm really used to it. Like I debate people on my TikTok every single day. Like I'm constantly debating like a bunch of random people. So it's not like I, I came with like uh, no preparation. I had like a lot of preparation that, and I've been like doing even like omegle debates like just by myself i would like go on omegle and like talk to people in like the politics section holy shit and, like You're debate people for hours fucking one goku of over here jesus christ no i i used to do that so i stopped when i started streaming of course because i thought you know I, as too. long as i'm getting paid for this but no um wow is that is that where the debates are happening these days tiktok about a year ago i yes. i did i blew up a little bit on tiktok maybe that's what i need to do i just i feel like i'm a fucking dinosaur compared to the people over there you know i don't want to i i don't want to schedule a debate on some serious topic you know and then like the the cam turns on there's a 15 year old doing a Fortnite dance and and then i lose i mean that would just be devastating for me you know yeah no i get that like a lot of people will discredit tiktok because like there's a bunch of kids on it and i don't like I don't think that's necessarily like wrong always, but like it, it's such a great way to like get your word out there just for like anyone. And especially if you like already have a platform, you get sent out so much uh, like the views on TikTok are like 10, 15 times that of like YouTube. They allow you to like kind of just like get your message out there so you can get like more followers and more viewers like on even like YouTube and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've heard, um, you know, I've, I've heard people speak of the miracles of the platform i i actually wanted to talk about that because the last time i did any foray into tiktok i did notice like it seems like the the people there even the conservatives and i do generally think conservatives are dimmer you know but they were on it like way more so than their youtube contemporaries i've debated a good run of the youtube conservatives and i think most of them are, are honestly quite thick you know like it's not like I mean, even the brighter ones, I think, are are just breaking parody, you know, like just just rising above the surface. Um, but when I saw some of these conservatives on TikTok, like these kids, their arguments were way more salient. Wrong, sure, but more difficult debate opponents. I think um I, I think you I think you guys are getting faster. I don't know what's happening, but it's a little bit worrying. 
<laughs> Honestly, I think that's kind of true. I've 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 met like a, a lot of really smart people, not not just on like the left side, but like on the right side, even though like a lot of their conclusions I think are wrong. I think that they they're a lot smarter than like people give them credit for. And like I, I don't know if it's a product of like this new generation, the fact that we're on the internet like chronically. Like I'm chronically online. I know a bunch of people on the internet, like or like on TikTok are chronically online as well. It's just we have a lot more access to information. We kind of can decode what's misinformation and what's not and sort of analyze that from like a outside perspective instead of just adopting like establishment point of views because we only listen to like uh mainstream media or whatnot. Okay. This this is one of the things that I really wanted to talk about. Okay. When I went to high school, and this is not that long, I'm 27, okay, this is not that mm -hmm. long ago. I graduated in 2011, so I started in 2007. When I was in high school, nobody talked politics, all right? And from what I understand, in that generation, that was a pretty common experience across the board, you know? It wasn't completely not talked about, you know? I know that we were in the later Bush era to the early Obama era, so it, it wasn't, you know, there wasn't that much landmark shit taking place from the perspective of your average person, I think. But um, the these conversations just did not come up. But now I hear from my viewers, you know, these stories. They'll talk about how, like, they're in their sophomore high school class, and they were talking about like trans bathroom bills or like or like they were in the hallway talking about like st strasserism with like the other people and i'm thinking like what the fuck are you doing is that you're 19 right yes i'm 19 is this real uh yeah, I think it was kind of like the same thing for like when I was in high school, not many re people really talked about it. It was like just starting to come about. Um, I think it kind of just like started happening after 2016 um, is when like politics like started going like, a lot more like mainstream for like people caring about it on like an everyday sort of basis. I knew like the, the, the YouTube platform for politics and like generally any social media for politics was like way less than it is now i think it's exploded in the past few years or so and i know i know that's relative to like uh, election years or whatnot and we're like in an off time now but even on an off time now we're seeing like view counts that are probably like like double triple quadruple what they were um back then like the community is just so much larger i think it's because people are just more involved in politics now i think like they care more about it like i, I don't know what it was realistically but that's just what it seems like from at least my point of view. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's uh, horrifying. I think actually, uh, if you if you think about it, I don't know. Maybe maybe this could just be my ancient brain, uh, not moving with the times. I feel like there was almost something kind of naively special about getting to not participate in politics for a bit. You know, in in an active sense. You know, obviously that's a privileged perspective. If you're like some inner city black kid, there are political elements that are going to be introduced to you whether or not you like it very early in life but holistically i don't think like your average inner city black kid in 2007 was debating strasserism at school you know it was it was more of a lived experience kind of stuff you know but now it it seems holistic i don't know do you do you feel like honest perspective you'd know more than me do you feel like this is a do you feel like this is a problem or a good thing i genuinely don't know a really really good question because um a lot of people that have have come into like the political sphere they're kind of just in it for like um the social recognition and not necessarily like to fundamentally change policy it's more of like an entertainment thing than it is like a actually change 
like um, how our economy or how our political system like functions inherently. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily like people take it like like as seriously as I would like them to. But having more people um, like looking into it, I do think is more beneficial. And the fact that there are more people um, that we can like sort of get to listen to these things and be surrounded by these ideas. Um, because then people are more inclined to like listen to them further. Like I wasn't really into politics before. I didn't like politics. I grew up in a uh, like a, a conservative household where we were told like literally not to talk about politics. So like um, just over time, like being around this type of stuff kind of got me to see that I I like talking about these things and I think that they're extremely important. And I think that everyone should talk about them. Um, and 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 if I wasn't around, I don't think I would have been able to make that conclusion. Okay, I get that. There are people, sometimes myself even, who worry that, you know, children being heavily involved in politics from the get-go will make politics more unserious. But then you, 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 you can look around and look at Sarah Palin, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump, Alex Jones. It's not like it was serious beforehand. It's not. I agree. Know, yeah, it's if people say, you know, like the irrationality of children. Well, I've debated adults and they are astoundingly stupid. So, you know, arguably, I think quite a bit yeah, more agree. so. You like when you bring boomers on. I mean, it's it's not just the bad ideas. I think it's the utter, just the complete unwillingness to hear out any kind of opposition, which you know contributes, I think, to stupid positions in the long run. One hundred percent, I agree. I, that's what I've seen with the conservatives a lot is that they're so set in their beliefs, especially if they're older, because they're on the internet, they're interacting with people generally younger than with them, younger than them. So just because they think that they're like older they think that they can't be wrong and they're so set in their belief systems that they'll never like change or move so uh yeah I, i've generally seen that like kids at least my age have more of an ability to change their opinions on these type of topics if they have the correct information in front of them when i when i make these arguments to older conservatives absolutely no ground is ever moved but like when i talk to like younger people all the time i get people to change their minds um so i just i, I think the younger generation's a lot more um, accepting of new ideas. You might have changed a At few least on TikTok. minds. Oh, yeah, yeah. You might have changed a few minds in that video as well. I mean, you know, it's I a hope. good performance. That video is probably going to get somewhere between one and two million views before its count stabilizes, you know. Um, so you're going to reach quite a few people with that. I think that your um, your perspective will resonate, you know, pretty strongly with some of those people. Because Jubilee does, I, I think, have a very mixed audience, you know. I, I don't think that they're heavily slanted one way or another maybe more liberal than concern i mean you know may maybe sort Probably of a little bit maybe a little uh, more progressive a uh, little yeah. more liberal but still not too much so so i think a lot of people will be reached by that yeah i agree i'm glad we both agree on that i was <laughs> did I say uh, i didn't have anything to follow that up with i um yeah, honestly well i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> a, a, a lost honestly you know i normally want to bring people on it's because i disagree with them you know um yeah and when i, I when it's I, like these conversations where you disagree, you're kind of just talking about like how you agree. Uh, it's it's kind of like your I, I understand from your point of view. It's like kind of like your conversation with like Kyle Kalinske or like other like leftists. It's sort of just like an appreciation, like a oh, like a oh, I like that you do this. I like that you do the same. Right, thing. right, like, yeah, oh, exactly. It's kind of over, and it doesn't really like change anything in people's minds. And Kyle Kalinske, um, of course, you know, you don't have tweets from 2011 about any particular racial groups and whether or not they crave food at the moment. <laughs> you know, I, whereas he did. Yeah, absolutely not. So yeah, right, no, yeah, I was not even on Twitter. I don't even know what Twitter was realistically. Like 2000, you would have. You were nine back then. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. was incoherent. 
There are nine-year-olds on Twitter now, I'm sure. Probably. You know, probably thousands. Yeah. Just I was playing Pokemon <laughs> until I was like 14, so I was behind that. <laughs> there are worse games uh, to play while growing up. Okay. With, um, so the, the Jubilee has been done. You've conquered that challenge. Uh, oh, oh, actually, I'm going to test. Did you know either of the other two younger people, incidentally, when, when you met them, you were like, oh, you know, I, I, I knew about you. No, I, di I didn't know about any anyone like on Jubilee. We like um, exchanged Instagrams after, but that's really it. Um, I haven't had like any conversations outside of that with any of them. Gotcha. I didn't know if they were like um, also on uh, TikTok and my audience just wasn't as familiar with them. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen them on TikTok either. I think they're just on, like on Instagram. Do you have any plans uh, with what to do? uh moving forward i mean obviously you have your tiktok but do you have any intentions of expanding that or capitalizing on other opportunities in the near future oh i would i would love to do youtube like like the type of stuff like streaming that's like what i would like most want to do i feel like that's the like sort of like not industry but like um sector i would do the best in like i'm i'm better at like conversations like right off the top of the head instead of like a like like fully on like um how do i explain this like i research a topic like extremely extremely hard and then like make a re really extensive video about like an educational topic i feel like i'm better at like um reacting to like points off the top or like like quickly that's the best that's what i like am most successful at so like st I, streaming I is what i've always that. liked at least on tiktok and stuff but um it would be like a dream to do something like that but th that's just not something that's like really viable like without like a platform well, maybe it can become viable, you know, uh, in spite of my apparent toxicity to Twitch's moderation team, you know, I've, I've managed to make it work for myself decently well. And you're clearly good at it. I mean, obviously you have the abilities. Uh, so if it ever becomes viable, you should give it a shot. I don't know what the relative engagement is between TikTok and YouTube. I don't know how much crossover there is. So logistically, I don't know how much of a, a initial bump you'd have to overcome. Yeah, um, just like, I, I used to do like YouTube when I was a kid, um, which when I was a kid, I was making like way worse content. But like uh, when you're first starting out, like it doesn't get sent out like to for you pages like TikTok does. So you can just post like any random video on TikTok and it could have the chance to like blow up. It doesn't really have like the same sort of thing on YouTube. I know that like there are some people that can post videos like that and it does blow up, but it's like way, way, way harder. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot easier to like maybe like take a platform and like transition over rather than just like starting completely on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. It's whenever I look at through a TikTok um, page, which, which I do quite infrequently, usually it's like satisfying videos or something like that. But when I do, it is almost guaranteed that they'll have, you know, five videos with a normal number of views, then one with 10 times as many. And then it'll repeat that consistently. Whereas on YouTube, the going viral for a video, that's like a rare phenomena that, that people yeah. will literally like bank their entire youtube channel on in the hopes that this four-month project will hitch the algorithm ride and it very often doesn't you know so definitely mm -hmm. a um uh much less likely to go uh you know hit it big on youtube maybe maybe fuck maybe tiktok is the better platform sheesh i 100 agree i think doing tiktok and youtube at the same time just taking like clips from like your stream like not not to give you like advice or anything but like no, taking please, like please. clips from stream to like a different degree could 100 boost your content like four to five times what you currently have like i i know you post videos like already on tiktok to a certain degree but if you if you took it like a, a little more serious and like doing like that 
like the, the amount of viewage is absolutely insane and your arguments would 100 resonate with like 99 of people we, on tiktok we did have a good run with that for a while the main issue is that we got fucking shadow banned on tiktok like three times yes, it does that a lot it does that a lot because i think I, it's i think it's to do with like um, like the resolution on some types of videos, I found that like if you post it directly from like a like a mobile device, it like hits the algorithm better, which is really weird. Really? Okay, I'll yes, I'll look into that. I assumed it was because um, people hate me and were mass reporting me, and thus you know gumming up my channel in the works. I guess I guess both of those are possible. Uh, I'll I'll look. That I'll probably look would send that. it out a little more. I don't know why TikTok's like algorithm kind of likes that, but like when you get reported, it, it will send you out more. Send you out more unless you get like banned. If you get like banned or get like a community guidelines violation, then they'll like literally like stop sending out your videos for like a bit. Huh. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll look into that then. All right. Look. I'm then I'm to grow from this conversation. I guess. Um. I I was really heartened by the you know, by the Jubilee performance. And I, I don't want to speak ill, by the way. I think the other two, um, I want to say kids, you're like eight years younger than me. The other two younger liberals. I mean, we still are kind of kids. Right. Like, I, I'm going to be real, even from my point of view, I think I'm still a kid, even though I'm 19. Um, People are yeah. kids till they're 25, as far as I'm concerned. That's, I, that's uh, yeah, the modern sure. cutoff. Um, but I, I, I think you all did wonderfully. But, you know, I'm, I'm always really, really happy to see... Um, to see what you said, you know, that you enjoy the live reactions because now this, I think, may be foreign to you now because of when you grew up. But when I was getting into YouTube and online media, you know, the left was just incredibly weak um, in the sense that there was no impetus or, or drive to directly and aggressively confront talking points. You, the left was mostly relegated to like feminist critique channels that would post, you know, 25 minute videos once every month with middling views where they would sort of, you know, it, it was it was all very hug boxy. And there's nothing wrong with that inherently, but there was no sort of, I, I think like vanguard of people who would just fucking argue, you know, which is a shame because our our arguments are easier to make, really. You know, we have the They're upper way hand. Better, realistically, They're like really good. Uh, it's yeah. really hard for conservatives to make arguments against like our positions, and that's exactly why like a bunch of like, well, me, me specifically, like, like people who are like libertarian esque, not really like into politics, end up turning out to be leftists because then they look into politics and they realize all of the arguments that are all like the moral positions that they have are actually like um, emboldened by like leftist values instead of like conservative values. Yeah, well, I, I genuinely think that most people's intuitively held axiomatic principles are ones which resonate really well with leftism. Most people have a fundamental desire for equality and justice. Like, like just now, this isn't intrinsic or anything, but a lot of people seem to like this across cultures and time periods. And I think that, yeah, and fairness. And I think that leftism does a much better job of you know, fulfilling these values than conservatism ever could. But if you get locked into some of those you know, uh, misconceptions early on, you know, well, uh, you know, heavy policing is fair because criminals get what they deserve, you know, a drug addicts die. Well, that's their fault, you know, et cetera. There are ways that those, um, intuitions can be polluted. Uh, but if you just get the ball rolling early on, I mean, you can have a lifetime of really committed leftist argumentation. So yeah, I'm just, I'm heartened by that, you know? Yeah, actually like, it, it's good to, it's good to see so many people on the internet now that actually like agree with these positions like um i i know that the leftist community was so much smaller before 2016 before bernie 
Um, and it, it's crazy to see like how much it's actually like improved since then. Uh, and I do think that like a lot of these roles that needed to be filled inside of like the leftist movement are beginning to be filled by a lot of younger people, especially because young people have been moved by um, the leftist movement a lot more than any older generations could because of propaganda, like Cold War propaganda. So regarding that, you know, how do you feel about your generation sort of political affect wise? The impression I always got from me and mine when I grew up and when I graduated was that there was this kind of you know, milk toast libertarian anti-government sentiment and weak but still somewhat committal progressivism. And that was the general feel that I got, you know, uh, from from when I graduated from from my contemporaries. What about you? I know people are more radical now when they're young. You know, do you do you is there this hard line between like the leftists and the I don't know, the fascists but without saying it in, in, in all these high schools, like they have little food fights over the you know whether or not the holocaust happened i don't think it depending on like like what groups you're in i don't think it's really like talked about that much at least from the high school like i was in in like around that the high school i went to was extremely extremely liberal and everyone kind of disagreed with the same thing there was like that one or two um conservative kids i was one of those kids in middle school sadly um but uh yeah um my general view, at least from like the perspective that I've had, is it's either like prog progressive on the left or like progressive, either straight moderate Dem or it's like Trump supporter. There's not really like that much in between anymore. It's kind of people are like really set on like specific beliefs. Either like it's not like they're in between progressive and moderate Dem. It's like they're just moderate Dem. Mm -hmm. Like if if they're like younger. Um, there's not as much like in between that as I see with like older adults where they're like, um, in between like conservatism. Centrism and, like, really liberalism. does seem to be uh, dying out. I'd say that much, which fuck good. Yeah. Oh my I God. Agree. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, so at least you don't have to put up with as much of that as I did. Um, I, uh, I really do appreciate you coming on. I, I had one other thing that I wanted to ask about with regards to your conservative upbringing. Mm -hmm. What was the um, what was the impetus that moved you or started to get you moving more towards the left? What happened there? So um, in my senior year of high school, I started like looking into the Democratic primaries. And originally I was taken by like the UBI argument and Yang. Uh, a lot of those like uh, like when he started talking like about automation, uh, that really somehow like resonated with me. Oh, God. Um, you, which, mean the, you mean yeah. the past election, don't you? Yes, this literal past election. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I, I know, right? That's actually like crazy. But uh, well, like I was looking into it in like 2019, but that was like my my senior year of high school. <laughs> I know I sound young. I know. No, but, it's um, it, no, it's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm de um, very deliberately uh, aging myself here. That's that's on me. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, where was I at? Um, what was I talking about again? Um, uh, oh, yeah, Yang Yang like, uh, graduation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so like I was I liked a lot of Yang's arguments um, and I was just like part of like the Yang gang for like a cool like few months or so uh, completely like didn't even like listen to Bernie until um, like the end of the primaries, I would say. And when I started like looking to Bernie and realizing that like, wait, Bernie's literally like a fucking centrist, like compared to like a bunch of different European countries and like like Europeans perspective on like politics really like changed how I view like American politics instead of just like viewing it from like a, oh, like a, 
left uh, left wing are like the liberals here, and then right wing are the conservatives here. It's both fucking parties are conservative, and like even people like Bernie are still like the policies that they support are still like like center of the aisle for like the like the political spectrum. So uh, it, it was it was kind of realizing that like these views aren't radical, and they're actually like very very logical um because like before it's just like it's sort of demonized like it's crazy you can't even like look into this it's so crazy but then when you start looking into it it's the most logical thing like most logical arguments that you could possibly make yeah Uh, well i think one of the worst things that ever happened to the semantics of discourse is when radical and impractical became associated radical is always relative to the the perspective of the time you know democracy would have been radical in 14th century france so would you know woman's suffrage i mean just radical ideas i mean this this is very much dependent if an idea is radical that says as much about the society that it's in as it does about the idea itself um you know you should you should talk about whether or not these ideas are good and i think often you know that is the line used to demark people like um bernie sanders or, or, or people more to his left or even less to his left honestly you know yeah radical ideas well again that doesn't mean anything on its own that, that has absolutely no bearing on the worth of the idea it's just sort of um implicit condemnation of the system as it stands which again is uh kind of sad i think yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, and, and like, even if you go on like the the like radical, it's just like at this point, it's been it's been so um, devalued, like the term radical and like in relation to politics, because even people uh, like on the far, far right will call people like fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene, like communists and shit. Like it's like at, at some point, like like every everyone will get demonized um, by, for being radical if they believe in like bettering the system. I can only uh, wish that as many people were communists as Republicans seem to think is the case. That would be a, a much I wish. I wish we lived in that reality, like, actually. Like, imagine if our entire system was run by communists. That'd be incredible. Inshallah. I, um, I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Um, especially, you know, following that performance, I hope you get the opportunity to branch out and yell at more people soon. Very valuable, you know, very valuable. I would love to. In-demand skill. Um, please aggressively shout yourself out um, to to anyone watching, of which there are several. So. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, y'all. Uh, my TikTok is at Parker Sedgwick, uh, P A R K E R S E D G W I C K. It's just my full name. Uh, same thing with all my other socials. I have all the same name for all of them. So if you do want to follow me, make sure to do that. I go live every single day from around one to three p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I just debate a bunch of um, dumbass conservatives. That's basically it. But um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was it was great talking to you. Yeah, um, likewise. Well, good luck with all that. I will uh, look into this strange and arcane problem you describe with TikTok, YouTube resolution uploads. Uh, you have a wonderful uh, day. Will. Okay. You have a great day as well. Bye-bye. There you go, chat. Positivity beyond belief. There we go. Today, today, today we hopium. No copium. Only hopium.